need to get the copy up, Alan. Oh, I, I see. I was going to ask. Cause I'll be honest. I've been a bad fan. I haven't listened to any of the audio commentaries, so I don't know How if there's a copy for this. Not even my Star Trek six audio commentary, Alan. I'm afraid of that. I have not had. The Unbelievable, Alan. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to Shame Watch Nights, a guilt-free dive into, well, just about whatever we want to talk about. I myself am Kenny Madison, your host for December's audio commentary. And instead of doing one of these sucky solo commentary, like all of these other losers are doing, I managed to bring my buddy, my pal, and our patron saint of Patreon, you know, I'll dub you that, Alan Smith. Yeah, that works. That flies. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Alan Smith. Uh, and we're here to talk about, talk over a movie. That's how these yes, things work, um, right? It is. Yes. We're going to talk over the Fred Savage film, The Wizard, a movie that I have never seen. So what better way to see this movie for the first time than by talking over it completely the entire time <laughs> with Alan and asking him lots of questions and having him tell me about this movie. Yeah, so I'll be honest, I haven't watched it a ton of times either. Uh, I've watched once or twice, but I um, mostly it's kind of infamous in the right... If you're like a video gamer of well, hold tight, my Alan. age... Hold tight, because before yeah. we before we get into it, we should probably yeah. start the actual movie. Let's start. The Let people movie. know when yes. we're starting. We're watching this on HBO Max yes. using the Teleparty app, uh, where we're watching it together. And Alan is in charge of this Teleparty. Yes, I am. Let me know when you want so, me to hit play. A countdown from three, three to let our people know when to watch. All right, we do and press on the go. start button. Three, two, one, go. On go. Yeah. I'll press start. Cool. Three, two, one, go. And let's turn down that sound for me on my end. And then turning on captioning for me, too, because I watch everything with captions. Oh, yeah. Captions are great. Watch everything captions. with captions. I, uh, I was watching Nashville earlier today. I don't mm-hmm. know if you watch, if you're familiar with the film Nashville. I can't say that I am. Sure. It's a two hour and 40 minute hangout movie about America during the bicentennial. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I tried to watch it without captions because the it's, it's all about the overlapping dialogue and just kind of getting swept into. I, I like that. We've just started to, watching the wizard. I'm talking about Robert Altman. Oh, no, it's fine. Nothing happens during the first couple of minutes. Sure, great. It's just this kid walking. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Nashville, the sound design is, you're, it's designed to have you kind of be especially listening to it. Mm-hmm. It's famous for overlapping dialogue to the point where it just kind of feels like a wall of sound. Mm-hmm. And I found myself getting actively agitated by not being able to read the subtitles because I made the decision to not do subtitles because it's not the way you're supposed to watch the movie but right. i turned them on anyways that's i i'm certain <laughs> that that's very exciting uh but yeah as i was saying i've watched this a couple of times but it is it is infamous as a movie among uh gamers of a particular age uh around my age um probably a little older too because it's this is what 1983 i believe uh is when, when this was, was released th- 
when was the wizard release? Let me pull up the IMDb here. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, nineteen eighty nine. I don't know why I was thinking it was nineteen eighty three. Still, um, I have the faintest idea. Uh, yeah, starring Luke Edwards as the titular wizard. Yep. Uh, Fred Savage, Christian Slater, Bo Bridges, and I'm sure someone else is in this movie too. Yeah, they're. What to say about this film? <laughs> Well, start with I guess your personal history with this film because so you're, I my personal I history, wanted to do a, yeah I want to say before I even like one of the first times I heard about this was uh, Kenny. Are you familiar with the Nostalgia Critic? I am familiar with the Nostalgia Critic. Yes. Uh, so just because I am a voracious devourer of all of the Lindsay Ellis video essays and apparently nostalgia critic is super duper duper awful. Oh yeah. 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 But before everyone knew he was super duper, duper right. Awful, Back whenever he was good. Um, he did a bunch of like, I mean, based, you can kind of guess based on his name, he watched old movies and would do reviews of them. Uh, and um, they're largely, they're largely in the caustic critic style. That was, popular yeah. of the time at honestly he might have been one of the people to popularize that format yeah um and one of the movies he covered was this one the wizard um and it's also just like i said it's one of those things that's kind of infamous uh it's because it's a movie about video games which is not not it's not a movie about a specific video game it's not an adaptation of a video game but it is a movie ostensibly about video games um that is not something that happens a lot even now yeah i i agree it's not i i cannot think of another example like other examples are either their adaptations of video games yeah. or maybe you have something like wreck it ralph um yeah but Nothing really about gamer culture. Like, I guess yeah. the closest, the, the only other thing that I can think of is the King of Kong. And that's a documentary yeah. about uh, jerks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not really something that's been explored cinematically. Except for this film. And honestly, I would honestly, I would argue even including this film, as you'll see, um, the thing that made me want to rewatch this recently is uh, Movies with Mikey did an episode about Mario. Um, yes. And it was a fantastic episode. Uh, and it brought up this movie and how it was kind of important to uh, introducing Super Mario Brothers 3. Spoilers, were, if you haven't watched this before. Sure. Uh, that ends up being the climax of the movie, which yes, I recognize spoilers, but, um, yeah, if you're, if you're unlike me, this, this dummy, don't make the wizard, don't make listening to this audio commentary with the wizard. The first time that you watch the wizard, go, go watch the movie and then put on our dulcet tones. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, it is. There's Bo Bridges. I do. I am a fan of Bo Bridges. Looks so much younger here. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Christian Slater is playing a child? Is he a Yeah. Weird. Teenagers, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh but anyways, you were talking about that wonderful video essay from Movies oh, with Mikey. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, which, a side note, if you're not watching, if you're not subscribed to Film Joy, what are you doing with your life? It's it's all the stuff that I love about film criticism with very, 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 very little of the stuff that I don't like. Like, I think there's one video that's a fan theory, but like he, ugh. Mikey and that whole crew is just so much about positivity in film criticism and game criticism as, as well. Like they, it's, it's a big inspiration for the mission statement of shame watch. I, I can definitely see that influence. So yeah, I, and honestly, like I said, I used to be into the whole caustic critic thing and I'm oh, same now. Same. I'm, yeah. It's just, it's so much easier to, shit on something than it is yes. to build it up and appreciate the the thing for what it is flaws and all you know yeah um, i mean negativity is so much more interesting i think inherently because how many of us uh how, how many people are actively engaging in being negative on a day-to-day basis right. just with interpersonal reaction mm-hmm. uh interactions mm-hmm. Uh, but you can take a piece of pop culture, you could take a movie, a song, a, a something that is a property, and you could have opinions on it, and it's 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 fine to be negative about it. But it's it's so much harder to try and just see that the filmmakers were probably trying their hardest. The music makers, the game makers were probably were they probably weren't phoning it in maybe 90% of the time that is probably the case. Yeah. But every once in a while you do get something where you're obviously like, Oh, this is definitely a cash grab. Right. And, and that's the thing is like the whole positivity thing. You shouldn't always be positive. There, there are times where it's like correct to completely criticize something and even bash something for, like you said, phoning it in or for re- reprehensible uh interpersonal yeah. politics you know um fortunately i don't think we have much of that in this film uh uh beg to differ it's about yet another straight white male alan uh of a gamer you a straight white film. male gamer alan i haven't i'm and fred <laughs> savage is a nice little boy look at those eyes look yeah. at those big beautiful brown eyes i do appreciate this method of vacation planning though just darts at a map let's go oh is that what what yeah that's what was happening is he was throwing darts at a map decided oh i threw a dart at california i'm gonna go so wait what oh yeah no we're kidnapping his autistic half-brother from a home what <laughs> you can tell Wait. he's been very focused on this commentary not actually watching what's going on yeah my buddy's here i'm talking <laughs> with my buddy about game culture and video game uh conversations and and criticism in general what well, Wait, well, no, where are fred single... savage's parents oh he snuck out what yeah okay 
yeah. in the middle of the day. It's not even nighttime. It's he stuck out in the middle of the day. It was a different time. There is so That's much true. in this film that you couldn't even get away with putting in a movie set in the modern day. Sure. Right? Uh Yeah, black and white TV. <laughs> couldn't get away with it now. But yeah, also So yeah, they're running away from home. It's great. Sure. Um also I'll note that we're what? We're 10 minutes into this movie. It granted not very far, but this movie ostensibly about video games. Not a single yes. video game has come up yet. Sure. Not a single one. No. Uh let's let's make a note of when the first one appears. Uh, it's going to be at 100 minutes. <laughs> well, you don't cuz at at this point in time and Alan because you work in the game industry potentially mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if you can actually say if you, you do or do not actually work in the game industry. I, I do work in the game industry. Uh, okay, we can we can say about, that about uh who I work for. But. Okay. Uh, so anyways, your employer, Activision. Yes. Uh, but at this point in 1989, video games are not cool. No, they're uh, not. They don't have a, the mainstream appeal. As that. opposed to now where like video games are straight up mainstream. It's yeah. like, it's the most profitable media industry. Is that fair to say, Alan? I'm, it might be like, I, honestly, especially now in December of 2020, where film has taken a big hit because of COVID theaters in particular. Yeah. Um, and that's just become untenable in some regards. Um, yeah. I, I think now it's pretty clear. Yeah. Video games are probably the biggest media corporation. Okay. So, and, and again, the film that we're watching is the, the wizard. wizard. Uh, it looks like Bo Bridges has, and, and his wife have gone to the cops because they've just now realized that their son has escaped. So to clear, be clear, ex-wife, um ex-wife and okay this guy on the camera here is the ex-wife's new husband yeah uh, of course because he looks like a like a like a i don't want to besmirch the good name of douches because douches provide <laughs> services but he looks like the sort of 80s scumbag lawyer that you would expect in this kind of film yes i mean that that actor is definitely a scumbag actor for sure uh but anyways and then there's the bounty hunter. I'm sorry, what? Watch this scene, and this very aptly describes his character. Okay. Where there is a bounty hunter. Wait, the this this balding gentleman yes. that does not look like Doc the Bounty Hunter is the bounty hunter? Yes. He doesn't look like Boba Fett at all. <laughs> Alan why are there so many bounty hunters in the star Wars universe? That is a good question. How many jobs are there in, in the star Wars universe? Because we've got, and again, the film we're talking about is the wizard. <laughs> How many jobs are there in the star Wars universe? Cause we've got bounty hunters. You can work for the empire. You can work for the rebels. You can be a bartender, a moisture farmer. Pod racer? What other jobs? Professional pod racer. Professional pod racer. Yes. That is a job. Yeah. Uh... I don't think Jedi counts as a job. Not, not, 
not particularly politician uh politician you yeah. could be a politician a politician assistant yeah uh oh uh body double body double yes you can get killed But going back to toxic, potentially toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I just want to crap all over Rise of Skywalker now. Because <laughs> I find that movie, I find that movie to be very cynical. Uh, just because, and I think it's probably just because of the metatextual element of having been following the entire Star Wars conversation regarding The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker feels like. Lucasfilm read every complaint about The Last Jedi and specifically crafted a film that felt less like a story extension and more of just we're fixing everything that you didn't like about Last Jedi, which it's totally fair if you don't like The Last Jedi. Yeah, that's I, I personally love it, but you are also allowed to not like that movie. But it it it, it just felt so inorganic compared to where that film left off. And that's that that is something that I cannot stand. Also I find myself being outrageously passionate about Star Wars so much so that I it kind of bums me out just how much I care as opposed to I think the Patrick Willems axiom of it's a movie about space wizards for kids, which is which is what it's about. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not wholly wrong, but they're also trying to build it into this multimedia empire right so especially if you have a sort of job or hobby that revolves around being in touch with media and film like you kind of have to care about it right (laughs) yes if you're looking to derive income from talking about movies and watching movies you're going to have to broach the topic of star wars so for sure the same way you can't avoid the marvel movies like yeah. Although I think Marvel has a better batting average, I guess just from sheer amount of numbers of films uh, versus Star Wars. Because most Star Wars movies are bad, and I love Star Wars. I can get behind that. Yeah. Because uh, what are the good ones? Uh, the the original trilogy, uh, most people like seven Rogue One and Eight. Oh, I guess that's six good movies. Oh, no one likes Last Jedi except for me. Uh, so it's like four, five, six, seven, and Rogue One. That's five out of eleven movies. How many Star Wars movies? Ah. Were there twelve when we did that marathon? Oh yeah, Star Wars: The Clone Wars movie, the animated yes. movie that came out in theaters, and no one remembers that it came out in theaters. I remember I saw it in theaters. So I do. Did you really? Yeah, man. Even I didn't see it in theaters. And again, I love star Wars. I don't remember why I saw it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 17 minutes. There you go. 17 minutes. Which. Wow. According to, uh, screenwriting rules, that's where your main characters start doing the thing that the rest of the movie will be about but they will start doing it for real at around the 25 to 30 minute mark. All between, right. Well, let's keep an eye on that. Between there. And so far this movie, again, I'm half 
well, not even half paying attention. Five percent of my of my attention is going to the movie. The rest of it is going to this conversation. But so far, just from the visual cues, this movie has stuck to the screenwriting rules to a T. Fred Savage gets his brother at around ten minutes, which is where the inciting incident happens. Seventeen minutes is where they start playing the video games, just like screen screenplays go. Yeah. Uh, outstanding. There's the girl. Uh, so your so your first time watch uh, experiencing the wizard was in relation to nostalgia critic. What did yeah. I? I guess nostalgia critic probably just took a big old dump. Yeah, all over I this mean, movie. That's kind of what his brand was at the time, and probably still, honestly. And like, yeah. to be fair, like, I can understand where that is coming from. Uh, this movie is very formulaic, like you were kind of set, laying out there. Um, yeah. And honestly, this is, uh, it feels like, it feels like there was a screenplay ready to go. And then they pasted a level of video games on top of it. Sure. I mean, isn't that basically what Movies with Mikey says in yes. his video essay? Yeah. And he's not wrong. Sure. They are this is not the beginning of the second act, but they're 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 starting to see that the brother, the young brother, the titular wizard is a wizard with video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope you enjoy montages where they play video games. Oh, oh, I love montages, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy video games like these. I'm not I'm not much of a gamer. Period. Uh, I like I like platformers. I like Sonic and I like Mario. Mm -hmm. I love me some Broforce, Alan. You know, Alan. You know, Alan. I do. Shut up. Alan, you know that I love me some Broforce. Uh, and then the other game that I basically played over the past five or six years is FTL. Right. Which uh, our mutual acquaintance, Michael Roberts, a.k.a. Silver Fox from OU Improv, said, Kenny, you need to play FTL. Let me buy it this. for you. He gifted it for me, and I straight up played it for years. He was right on the money. <laughs> I, I do remember this. Yeah, I remember that exchange. Uh, man. And then I play like browser games and like, Words with Friends. And I downloaded Threes recently. I played some Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but I am I am not I I am not steeped into gamer culture, even though I watched uh, X Play. Uh, vehemently whenever G4 was a thing. Mm -hmm. But that's it. I'm not a gamer. I wouldn't consider myself a gamer at all. <laughs> uh, whereas I kind of definitely am. Like, I feel like I've been a gamer since I was born, pretty much. I, I made this joke on Game Watch, uh, our, the other spinoff pod, um, but, uh, I, my parents like to joke that they got me a Nintendo for my first birthday. 
um, realistically, they got it for themselves. But like, oh wow, your parents were gamers. My birthday, yeah. Your parents were gamers too. That's oh, yeah. wild. Yeah, it, it was a matter of we were in we were visiting family for uh, for Christmas, and my birthday is like right after Christmas. Um, and when when mom, is your birthday? What what's the date, Alan? January tenth. January 10th. We got to get ready. Okay. Uh, but. Oh, is this how far in the 22 minutes in? They're about to make the decision to go to the contest. Yep. Look, they have the magazine. <laughs> they have the magazine. And now they're debating. <laughs> uh, but as I was saying, um, yeah. So we were visiting family in, or my parents were visiting family in, uh, and my uncle, who is only like 10 years older than I am, so at the time would have been like 10 or 11, Mm -hmm. got a Nintendo for Christmas. Yeah. Um, And while they were there, they saw it, they played some, and they're like, hey, this is fun. We should get one of these for ourselves, and got one on the way home from the airport uh, after the trip. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Also, this is the dorkiest bounty hunter that I have ever seen. Oh, it's great, right? It's like, he's also clearly a slimy asshole. Sure. Case in point. Oh, because here's the thing. The bounty hunter is the coolest profession in media. Period. In media, yes. There are no uncool bounty hunters except for this guy. (laughs) Uh, so your your parents were gamers before you were even conscious of games. Yes. And so that culture w- was passed down to you. Absolutely. And so what did you what did you grow up playing? Is this stuff that's been covered on Game Watch, Alan? Uh, a little bit, but like we can repeat, rehash some of it there. Like, uh, I definitely played a bunch of Nintendo games. One of the earliest games I remember playing is there is this uh edutainment sesame street video game when i was a small child that i loved pieces um uh but i also played like the mario games the oh my uh, gosh oh my gosh he's throwing that he just javelined (laughs) that shovel oh yeah no this is there's no way this flies in a modern thing because like someone would have called the cops by now it is it is crazy because again i cannot reiterate to you just how little i am watching this movie and also i know exactly what is going on the second act has started Mm -hmm. right now the titular wizard is on the mission they're about to have some sort of the wizard's about to do something that's going to get them kicked out of the back of this truck because right now they're riding in the back of a truck that's got a cow. Mm-hmm. He's about to do something. Am I right? Am I right? You're close. Is the cow about to do? No. Wait, do they? Do the people in the cab know that they're in there? They do. Okay. Um, but right now we're getting backstory about uh, the girl character. Sure. Something that is... I don't recall and probably isn't mentioned again in this movie. 
Sure, I bet the movie forgets what her name is, too, because she's a girl. <laughs> Ooh, I was close. You were close. Ooh, I was close. It wasn't the it wasn't the wizard, it was the girl counting the money. Yeah. Are these are these farmers trying to rob these kids? They absolutely are. This movie is Crazy Town Banana Pants. I should watch this sometime. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so so Sesame Street Edutainment yes. game is is your game of choice. <laughs> I was like four, you know. No, yeah, no, that makes sense. But also, I like, understand the Mario games, like the classic yeah. games for the NES. Uh, yes, the the Super Nintendo is where I really remember having video games that were mine yeah uh, that i played and that my parents didn't um so yeah are your are your parents still into video games uh a little bit um they don't have like they don't keep up with the modern consoles but every now and then like i'll loan them my ps4 and they'll play something for a while like they my dad was into the Final Fantasy VII remake that came out earlier this year. They both mm-hmm. played some of Kingdom Hearts three. Um, That's wild. Yeah. Uh, are your are your parents tech savvy people? Oh yeah, absolutely. My dad is uh, also an engineer. Uh, was an electrical engineer for a while. It's actually now into oh, software yeah. too. Um, well, here here we are. Our our first Mario sighting, I think. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. 2. Correct. I know that. Yes. So Good. give give me some points. All right. That's uh, 15 points for Kenny. Ah! Uh, <laughs> so you know Fred Savage is cool because he's got a skateboard. Oh, yeah. Even though it seems highly impractical, like, right about now. Yeah. Also, he got them red little cheeks. Oh, man. <laughs> I would have had the biggest crush on this girl if I was a kid mm-hmm. watching this. She's she's all sassy and she's got bangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. No, oh, they- are they going to are they going to hustle? Oh, yeah. That's. <laughs> A big portion of this movie is these three kids hustling people to get no. money to get no. across the country to California for this tournament. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. When did Rain Man come out? <laughs> 88. This is Tiny Rain Man. <laughs> this is this is straight up Tiny Rain Man. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. I hadn't thought about it before, but... Also, I love these <laughs> clearly businessmen hunched over the arcade. Yeah, if there's one thing that businessmen in the 80s did liberally, it's hunch over a video game arcade console. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And now they're uh, I like how we don't even we don't even see the video games this time. We just cut to, oh, and now they have the businessmen's money. Uh, just like in Fast Five, whenever they, whenever they say that they need some cars, some fast cars. 
just you just see cars. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. You just see Vin Diesel and Paul Walker go to a race, see butts because you got to see some butts in Fast and Furious movies. You got Some people say, uh, "Hey, I, I bet I can beat you." And then you just cut to them having won the cars because you can never beat Vin Diesel. As Fate of the Furious proved, (laughs) Vin Diesel can beat you in a flaming car going backwards because that's just how good he is. Uh, I had had a Super Nintendo growing up. What games did I have? I had uh, Super Mario All-Stars. I had Donkey Kong Country. I had Super Mario World 2. And that's it. If you're only going to have a handful of games, those are that's a good selection. I mean, Uh, those were games that I played a fair amount. mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't beat any of them because I would get too anxious and I would get too frustrated. Uh, I played, I played Star Wars Jedi Academy. That was the thing that I played. Played a lot of Star Trek games. Not that there were too many Star Trek games. Mm Uh, what did I play? Star Trek Starfleet Command, Star Trek Hidden Evil, which was, I think, a prequel to Star Trek Insurrection, because that's that's how I work. That's how my nerd brain works. It's either a prequel or a sequel to Star Trek Insurrection, which if there's one thing that people wanted from Star Trek Insurrection, it's a sequel. Oh, hey, we have another montage. Here we go. Where are they traveling from, Alan? Uh... I think it's Utah. I ah. don't remember where they started. Um, but it's definitely a, not a short trip. Sure. Yeah. It's not It's not as much of a trip as if it were, say, from New Jersey to California. Yeah. Which, if we wanted to make it truly epic, <laughs> you make it, you start it from New Jersey because apparently just that's the shorthand for a garbage place. It, it might have also been somewhere in the Midwest. I don't remember exactly. Sure. Uh, I'm not even sure they specified, honestly. Yeah. Any town USA. Yeah. This is weird. This is weird. Absolutely. It's just the thing that are there recorded cases of kids. I guess. I mean, there's now 300 million people in the U S yeah. Uh, I guess there have to be recorded cases of their being kid hitchhikers but you would think at some point like someone would report these kids right it's like oh here's a bunch of random kids without any adults around like like i said this would never fly today uh and by the same token the basic premise would also just not be a thing like if there's a video game tournament like there are, but like, like that's professional esports that so you've got to really work to be at that. They're not going to let some small child in just because. But like this, this ends up being an open tournament, right? Anyone who shows up can enter. I don't Which... think that would just happen these days. You might have no. games that have individual leaderboards. But then maybe you can maybe on like a a small local level, maybe. maybe maybe, yeah. But they're going to a national competition, yeah, and uh, it just wouldn't happen. And then like the final, like well, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we'll Let's get, get there. ahead of ourselves. 
let's not. This is, we're, we're taking it slow and easy, baby. They're in the back of yet another truck. Yeah. With, there we go. Yep, that's how, that's how you establish their Native Americans. Oh, boy. Uh, the The interesting thing about that is Jimmy spoke for, like, the first time this film. <laughs> hey, it's that game. That's a game. Yeah. What is that game? Dream F one Dream. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's that actress. Whenever she that's gotta be an Aaron's boy for sure. <laughs> Whoever that actress is. Let's let's Could see be. who she is. Let's see who she is. What's her name? Alan, uh, vamp while I look up who this actress is. Well, we're introducing Lucas and like, it's Beth Grant coming up soon is, Oh boy. You gotta watch the scene, Kenny. You gotta watch. I literally cannot see the screen right now because I was looking up IMDB, but from you saying we're introducing Lucas, I assume that Lucas is the wizard's nemesis. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I have not seen one frame, but I just kind of know. But also, like, you, oh, you need to see Oh, my goodness. Yes. Here's what I'm about in my movies. Alan, here's what I'm about. Whenever you have an evil character, mm-hmm. you put them in black. Yes. Hands down. Whether it's the wizard, whether it's Mighty Ducks, whether it's Twister, where you are for some reason facing off against evil meteorologists in Twister, and yet all of the meteorologists dress in black and travel in black vehicles. This, this is probably the most like most infamous scene from this film. I am, Alan. If you think you're, ex- I'm excited. The answer is yes. I am always excited. To see a power glove. Oh, pardon me. That looks like a rad racer. How is this going to work? I'm so excited. No, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. This is not how this works. Is this how this works? No. How does a power glove... How does a power glove work? Um... Well, from my understanding, the answer is poorly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It seems to be working pretty easily here. Right. Because this was a prolonged advertisement for Power Wait, Club. Wait, hold on. What? Scene. You're saying that Nintendo had a financial stake in this movie? Yeah, I had no idea. Wait, although wasn't it Universal that approached Nintendo about this? It was. Yes. That is my understanding as well. Because... Uh, what? Because Universal has a history with Nintendo. That's yes. correct. That is. What correct. is? Tell 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 the listeners what so, the history with Universal and Nintendo is, Alan. The thing to understand is that the game that really put Nintendo on the map as a video game company, as like one and, of the and big. I'll, I'll finish this sentence. Is Pong, baby. That's the one uh, thing that I'm a hundred percent sure of. It's definitely Nintendo Donkey made Pong. Pong. I'm so sure of it. 
Guaranteed. Well, it rhymes with Pong. Oh, what? Donkey Kong. So oh. Yes, the original Donkey Kong arcade game. Um, In DK? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That one got me. Yeah. <laughs> well, well played. Uh, deep cut, deep cut, deep cut. Uh, Donkey Kong. Um, right, DK. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, long story short, Universal tried to sue Nintendo once Donkey Kong made it big, saying it was derivative of King Kong. Um, and that ended up going nowhere because, first of all, they're not the same. Uh, and second of all, it turned out uh, Universal didn't own the rights to King Kong anyway. So eat shit. Yeah, which is so wild. So wild. Because what? Universal? No. Universal did not put out the 70s King Kong movie. That was paramount. Universal put out, I think, the Peter Jackson King Kong. Um, and then the Kong Skull Island because they're doing the Godzilla versus Kong thing. I don't remember. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's wild. The yeah. the cojones that you would have to do that. Uh, but yeah, yeah n- needless to say, Nintendo was not terribly happy with Universal trying to pull that over on them. Mm-hmm. So it's super surprising that Nintendo would even have a relationship with Universal. Yeah. Even at this point. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, Because at some point Universal was like, oh, I guess this Nintendo thing is like pretty big. Yeah. Right. I Yeah. Much like the Internet, this Nintendo thing is here to stay. Yeah. And so like, I guess we should cash in on this question mark. And this movie is a little bit of a cash in. Um, I also do just kind of genuinely enjoy this film. There's a good character connection here. Like Mm -hmm. you have here, you have some father son bonding happening in a motel room in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, Bo Bridges. They're going to play video games? Has Bo uh, Bridges... I'm, I'm, here's what I'm going to assume. Bo yeah. Bridges has never played a video game before, and Christian Slater's going, you've never played Nintendo before? Oh, Dad. Uh, it's not quite that, but like, it's more that they're having an argument, and Christian Slater is like, well, I'm sick of this argument. You go to sleep. I'm going to play video games to unwind. Ah, that's smarter. Yeah. I support that. And then this happens. What what happens? Here we go. I mean, that looks like a Ninja Turtles game. That is a Ninja Turtles game. Nice. And then wake up the next morning. There we go. <laughs> That's exactly how you play video games. Uh pressing that those buttons that many times uh-huh and this is also how you talk about video games yes 
what other let's do it i'm gonna see how many movies about video game culture there are movies uh, about video gamers list of films based on video games not the same the 10 best movies about video gamers from criticalhit.net oh of course scott pilgrim is it though like it it's more it, about it's it's more about 20 somethings in the 2000s right. than it is gamer culture it right. happens to have people that are also gamers and like uh, they use a lot of trappings of video games as part of the artistic style very much so it's to just base it off another edgar wright film the the language or another edgar wright property where spaced use movie references as part of the DNA of that show. Scott Pilgrim uses video games as a shorthand reference to communicate emotions and ideas and plot. Right. Uh, here's, here's what we've got on this list now. You ready? Hit me here. Here we go. Grandma's boy. Have not heard of that one. It is not a great movie from happy Madison. Okay. Uh, also, this entire list is Grandma's Boy. I got tricked. <laughs> this entire list is Grandma's Boy, but it's got a header image of Scott Pilgrim. Screw you, criticalhit.net. <sighs> Un- oh, gosh. Video- uh, all right, I got I to gotta hop off of DuckDuckGo and go to the place where I don't like to go. Google. <laughs> movies about video gamers now, you better not have this critical hit article pop up again movies about video gamers it's all just movies based on video games I mean I mean, that's really the thing is there aren't a lot of movies about that are about people playing video games and not about the video games themselves probably because like people playing video games does it make for that interesting of a film it's very hard to make a cinematic experience of someone watching a screen yeah which is why uh, you have our three main characters getting beat up by bullies right now yeah <laughs> what is this what oh, is this oh they're getting mugged again for like the these are Second or third time this movie. These are straight up adults. They're supposed to be teenagers. Uh, the stubble begs to differ. Uh, the actors may well be adults, but. Yeah. Oh, poor Fred Savage. And this is where we get the backstory about why Jimmy is the way that he is. Oh, and they stole his hat. Oh, no. Not the wizard's hat. That ends up being important later. Of course it does. It's probably the last article of clothing that they got from the mother? No, it, it's it's the father's uh, landscaping company. So... When they run into, well, again, we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Dead sister? Yep, dead sister. That's weird. Yeah. And we're not paying a remark earlier about how he never goes down by the river when ah. he had run away at the beginning of the movie and was found by a plane. Um, he was found by a plane. Yeah. A police plane. Apparently he's like, wow. Oh, because there, he's out in the middle of the out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. in the desert. And it's like, all right, well, I guess the fastest way to comb cause he could be anywhere is to fly over with a plane. That's how the movie started. You see him walking on the road and then a plane flies over him. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Did you know that participating theaters that were showing The Wizard distributed issues of Pocket Power, a pocket-sized version of Nintendo Power magazine? I did not, but that sounds rad. Yeah. That does sound rad. That reminds oh, me of love uh, Nintendo Power. when Pokemon the movie 2000 came out and they were giving out all those holographic Mew cards, mm-hmm. uh, which I was super excited about because I thought that that would mean that it was rare, <laughs> but I didn't really, didn't really put two and two together. Yeah. Uh, in the scene where Lucas shows his power glove for the first time before he plays Rat Racer with it, the five tones you hear as he inputs the buttons to activate it is also, Alan, also Closing the famous the five t- Okay, well, clearly you've seen this movie before. The said so if you were watching the movie. I wasn't. <laughs> I was talking with you. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is the only licensed video game to be played. Yeah, that makes sense. Bokeh. Ah, the original pitch for this movie was The Karate Kid, but with video games. Interesting. Whoa. Whoa. Which I still find funny how... I mean, yes, it's the main driving force of the plot, but it's also like a background element. It's not... It doesn't feel like it plays a major part and you could replace it with like pool or sure. poker, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly got to be the way that you know, this movie was able to get made at Universal. Yeah. Because at this point in time, everyone thought that all video games were played by nerds and dorks. Yeah. No, I... I... I understand you kind of have to do that, but, and at the same time, it goes back to what we were saying. It's like, how do you make a movie about people playing video games? Interesting. Yeah. You can't, it's you, what you, you make them characters in the video game. Like what Jumanji does, which is literally puts them in the video game. Or, Hey, speaking of movies that we've talked about before Tron. Yes ostensibly actually about video games yes (laughs) but not not about gamers per se um but also how would you how would you how would you make a movie that's about gamers as as well what would it 
I mean, these what days it... you could probably make some sort of esports movie. Yeah. I don't know if it has enough widespread appeal to. Also, yeah, they're just playing bumper cars with actual cars at this point. Uh, right. And both of these vehicles are completely fucked. I mean, there's there's Mythic Quest on Apple TV, which is which is fine. I don't know if you've watched that show, Alan. Uh, I have not. It's it's uh, the folks that did It's Always Sunny, but the, it's a show that's about a game development company. Hmm. Uh, which I'm sure, as someone that works at an unnamed game development company, uh, I'm sure you'll just look at it and go, yep, that's exactly the same. Yeah, I know that probably. Uh, maybe I should check that out sometime. That actually sounds like it could be funny. Yeah, uh, the first two episodes are free on Apple TV+. Plus. It's not bad. It's pretty funny. I will keep that in mind. It's no, Alan, it's no Ted Lasso. <laughs> which I you heard, should also just watch. I heard Ted Lasso is quite good. Uh, Mostly from you, but... Y- yeah, if, if I'm harping too much on the Ted Lasso train, guess what? I want to double down because I want everyone to watch Ted Lasso. That's fair. It, made me, it makes me feel good about people. Mm-hmm. which is hard. Oh, Glenn Campbell and Lonnie Shore. Wow. <laughs> Kids in Vegas. I'm sure that that's safe. It's Reno. Not. Oh, not Vegas. So sorry. Close enough. Uh, I, I forgot. And I was even watching the screen. Uh, it looks like Vegas. It smells like Vegas. It probably smells, uh, uh, feels like Vegas. It probably stains like Vegas. And I love how, one of our main characters, the girl character whose name I still don't remember, uh, is just walking this guy through how to play craps and somehow winning a lot. <laughs> this is literally how they make the rest of their money for the rest of their trip. That's this is this is straight up Little Rain Man <laughs> right here. Rain Man, a movie that I have not. I don't think I've seen Rain Man all the way through. I've seen a lot of Rain Man. I don't know if I've seen any of it, honestly. Sure. Uh, what I'm absolutely positive is that it is so sensitive and well done, a depiction of autism. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, I yeah. bet it's nailed it and is totally respectful. Obviously. I wonder if that guy's a trucker. He's a trunker, trucker named Spanky, of all things. Of course, yes, 1,000%. (laughs) Oh, this is great. You remember Nintendo Tip Lines? Uh, The only reason that I know Nintendo Tip Lines is because I watched one episode of that Netflix uh, documentary Mm -hmm. thing that told me about the Nintendo tip line. I'm not familiar with the Nintendo tip line outside of that context. What is, what is it? I mean, it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's your kid and you get stuck playing a video game because video games were hard as heck back in the day. Yes. And you beg and plead your parents to call in on the tip line and figure out and figure out how to beat the video game. Right. Cause mm-hmm. they have, like they picture here, they have binders of like, okay, here's tips for all these different video games. And it ends up being some sort of like 
it probably realistically was more like a prolonged advertisement I, thing. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but there is just a young girl that is walking the floor with what looks like fake cigarettes. Yeah. Like a, like a cigarette girl from the 1930s. Yeah. Movies, but it's a, it's, it's like an arcade. Yeah. It's a children's and arcade. Instead of, instead of like, what is it? Her job to pass out. Cause it was straight up like a, a kid. Like yeah. it was, a, it was a blonde kid in short suspenders. Uh, I can't, what is it? That doesn't make sense. What is I don't understand it. Does she, is that her job? Is that okay? Sorry. Nintendo tip line. That's okay. I mean, Please. I was Prime. basically done about the Nintendo tip line. It was, it was probably more of an advertisement Avenue than it was anything else. Cause it's like, at some point it's like, okay. And now you can go buy the official strategy guide and yeah. just get all of this. And that yeah. was probably the real goal of those is to sell strategy guides. Um, yes. But also I'm pretty sure like half the video games are playing here. were never on arcade cabinets. Like I don't think Metroid was on an arcade cabinet. Mega Man was not. I mean, Super Mario Brothers 2 was definitely not on an arcade cabinet. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. Like I So But again, also this this is a movie that is made by I'm sure old white dudes who are like video video games are hip. We there's money to be made there. And so they're like who cares? Let's just put it let's put whatever they won't they won't know, they won't care. Yep. Um But yeah. So yeah, we got uh, another video game playing montage. Outstanding. Uh, of the uh, tip line segment. <laughs> I I appreciate the actor that they got to play the tip line guy. Uh, we don't see yes. any more of him at this point, but Certainly. just the the voice, the body acting. If you see him just in the montage scene, is like. It's a mix of like, yeah, this is my job, but this is what I have to do. <laughs> and then when he, when this one person keeps calling in over and over again, it's like, oh, I'm actually really into this. Uh, I'm going to help you win this competition by giving you every tip there is. Right on. Um, the other thing that I learned from that Netflix documentary is that none of the people that worked for the tip line knew the games period. So they just kind of had to play the games and figure out how to beat it and then write it down by themselves. Yeah. That sounds Which, about right. As someone that worked three months in tech support, that sounds very true to life. Yeah. I, I worked at Apple for three months and they did not tell us what was going on. And I had no idea when new projects were <laughs> launching. Yeah. Oh, here's where that hat comes back. There we go. I'm not against formulas. Formulas are formulas work. But yeah, you can see there's the same hat the dad's yeah. wearing because it's his landscaping company. Yeah. <laughs> oh, am I boring you, Kenny? Ha! <laughs> That's what it feels like. 
I need to apologize to Aaron every single time now. <laughs> oh, and here here we have Lucas again, the rival. Still sure. dressed in black, you'll be glad to know. Because he's a bad boy. <laughs> Lucas is a bad boy. Like With the curliest mullet that I have ever seen. Right? Wowee. Uh... Where, where is Nintendo at this point in time, Alan? So this movie comes out in '89. I guess they're right. launching Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, obviously. this was supposed to be a, a stopgap until they could actually get Super Mario Brothers three out the door, right? Mm-hmm. At the time of this film's release, uh, the game had not been released yet. Um, I think is how that works, uh, and so like. We're still in the we're in the late NES era. Uh, Super Nintendo is not far away at this point because I think Super Nintendo comes out in what nineteen ninety, maybe ninety one. I know nothing about video games. Uh, I, I don't know. No I'm sure that you're out. correct. Uh, <laughs> can you tell? It I just it can't be done. I I can't, and I am so, uh, I'm so pleased. If if you've made it this far in, uh god bless you first off and also like to to be realistic alan and i we're buddies from college yeah and quite honestly we probably hadn't talked with each other for like four five years something like that i entirely i saw you i saw you once uh whenever i moved to austin august 2014 well maybe two or three times because we went to back to the future yeah uh an outdoor screen to get back to the future, which is fun. And then I didn't see you again because I'm just, it, it happens. Yeah. And, and then I guess you started listening to the podcast. Yeah. And you know what? It was a lot of fun. Uh, and, 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 and then we had dinner at some point. And I think we went to Korea house. Yeah. Which hopefully still exists. Hopefully. Uh, um, on one of your improv shows. Uh, that, that sounds right. Night. Yeah. And that was fun. That yeah. Was improv shows. <laughs> you and me both, sister. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the and, way. And, oh, oh yes. No, go ahead. No. Alan, you go ahead. Okay, fine. Uh, Super Nintendo release date, November 21st, 1990. So, yeah. Wow. At this point. Super Nintendo, not far off. Um, oh boy, we got this scene. Uh, Out. This is another scene that would not fly in 2020. Um, it's honestly a little bit extra. Like, I understand why. I understand that it gets the job done, but like. Whoa. You'll see. Uh. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what won't fly. <laughs> um, I feel like he's going to kidnap a child. He's going to try to. Uh, Outstanding. Yes, that guy. <laughs> Wowie. I respect I that am, guy. I respect I that am, guy. Look, I'm all against ageism and I'm all against uh, body shaming. We need more old dudes in speedos, especially <laughs> in films that are marketed to children. Yeah. 
two states. So yeah, probably Utah then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. God bless it. Oh Haley. That that's means her name. How who is how because the casting director definitely had to cast a dude. Yeah. I had to cast a gen- a gentleman of an older persuasion. And is it and again I can't really hear the dialogue. I'm barely paying attention. <laughs> Did was it addressed that there was an old man in a speedo? No. Right next all. to I mean, again, more of that. We need to normalize old men and speedos, Here's hands a down. Question. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I like how, of all the things that happen in this film, this is the one that actually gets the cops involved. <laughs> Not the, like, two cars actively ramming into each other on Main Street. Uh, and granted, if there's something that should get the cops involved, yes, kidnapping a child is on that list. Yeah, um, bold stance, Alan. Way, way to be against child kidnapping. Uh, I know a lot of people, especially Democrats, are for child kidnapping. Jesus Christ, Kenny. Uh, the, the, the world, uh, the, the U.S. Is, is half a trash fire. Uh, it's, it's half of a tire fire. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, what were we talking about? I'm sure that it was something interesting in a uh, Oh yes, because we 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 really did not talk since you moved from Norman, Oklahoma, in yes. like 2012, 2013? 2013. Yeah, mid 2013. And then I yeah. and then I moved down here in August of 2014. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't, and and then you just kind of got looped in with with Shane Watch crew. Yeah. yeah, because I didn't really start talking with you again until you came on the podcast to talk Tron Legacy because mm-hmm. I wanted to have you on the podcast because you're cool and I love you. Mm-hmm. And then you just got looped in with movie marathons and whatnot. And now now you're part of the crew, which I'm 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 beyond pleased with. Like, it just makes me so happy that you are yeah, in my I'm, life. I'm, it makes me so happy. I am glad to be able to branch out. Uh, uh, Shane Watch has given me a new appreciation for films that I don't think I really had before. And like, it's been, <laughs> it's been fun to be able to like, what, uh, follow along with the podcast. And like, even though I haven't watched like the vast majority of the films you've covered, um, I still love hearing you guys talk about them. And, Thank you. Yeah. And I will enjoy listening to you talk about video games that I will never play. (laughs) Uh, I will will be excited for that to really get off the ground and get going. I will be the Alan to Game Watch. (laughs) I will will be like, another great episode, guys. Love it. I'd love to come on and talk about Tron. Did you Once did you see the finer de- fitting uh, footing like crossover episode? Most definitely. I don't know what did it you... would be yet. I have some ideas, but like honestly, this movie would be a reasonable choice. Yeah, most um, definitely. 
Did you see the deep fake where they fixed Jeff Bridges in Tron Legacy? Fixed how? To... Like they made him look better. Like it's not quite right, but it's it's better. Let me, and again, the movie we're talking about is <laughs> The Wizard. Uh, Tron Legacy deep fake. Uh, do 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 do. Oh yeah, the romantic subplot is happening here because there's one of those. I mean, you have a girl in a movie uh, and it's starring a boy. That means that the girl is there for romance. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Fred Savage is going to touch her breasts. (laughs) That's creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. That's too far. Uh, Aaron, cut that out. Uh, well, I mean, according to the display names on Zoom, you are Aaron, so you should cut that out. Oh, no. Uh, cut it out. I rename. My name is James Fight. <laughs> That's what I did earlier. Because <laughs> 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 when we started recording Game Watch, Aaron was named James. James was also named James. And I'm like, well, all the cool kids are doing it. Did Aaron signed up under James's account? Aaron has his own Zoom account. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, but we're we're recording using Zencaster because that's the kind of people that we are. We're we're blazing new trails, baby. I'll have to check out this YouTube video when we're not in the middle of recording something. Nah, who cares? I'll vamp. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Jeff Bridges looks better. All it's right. not. It's not a hundred percent. Let's let's take a look at this. And I will vamp for time. What what's just gone? on in the wizard is that the bounty hunter has kidnapped the wizard who, and again, I don't know if you know this because you might be one of those people that just listens to a commentary without actually having seen the movie. Like I do sometimes (laughs) because I'm a big old nerd. The wizard is not actually a wizard. He's a little boy. He's L I apostrophe L boy. And so an adult has just straight up kidnapped a child and thrown him in the back of what looked like his uh, Cadillac or some, no, it's an automobile. It looked like an automobile, not a Cadillac. That's dumb. And what I just said was dumb. His completely beat to shit car. Yeah. Which I, to be fair, because bounty hunters are not, even though they're the coolest profession in the media, like that's not, it's not a great thing in real life. Bounty hunters in real life are kind of trashy, right? Yeah. So I feel like this is more true to life as opposed to the Boba Fats of the world. <laughs> Yeah, you know this deep fake is better. Yeah, it's not it's not a hundred percent. No. But it it is so much more of an improvement. They just kind of get the eyes much yeah. much better. He looks a lot less like a wax figure. Oh yeah. Which to be fair, Tron Legacy was one of the first films that really used de-aging technology right. that aggressively outside of X-Men The Last Stand, which is just oh boy, that's got the like such a bad use of de-aging mm-hmm. uh man i love deep fake videos even though it's going to destroy human society oh yeah i i cannot get enough of deep fake videos dude you are surrounded by four trucks like four 18 wheelers and you can't 
right callbacks. Well, he thinks that he's Dominic Toretto being able to take on a semi all by himself. Uh, Alan, <laughs> Cut to have we talked about what your black eye job? <laughs> uh, have we talked about what your top video game movies are? Uh, I don't believe we have. Um, not that there are t- not that there are too many. There's, uh, but th- there's there are entertaining video game movies. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I I didn't expect to, but I did really enjoy the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, I know it was we fun. discussed this it, on the we podcast, did. no less. Uh, One of our few in person episodes of 2020, right? Uh, that was the last film I saw in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Whew. Whew. The last the last movie that I saw at theaters was Emma with Anya Taylor-Joy. Okay. Uh, and Bill Nighy. Huh. Uh, it was a movie. I'm super glad I saw it in a theater in retrospect. Oh. Uh, but you like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Hey, we're at Universal Studios Hollywood, baby. Um, I don't know that I've watched it. So, oh, I I don't know if this counts, but I really, really enjoy Wreck-It Ralph and its sequel. Uh, yes. Those films are amazing. I'll That's count amazing. it. Um, Is that, that dude looks like Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> um. I really, 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 really like Ralph Breaks the Internet. I, I don't really remember that much about Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. but Ralph Breaks the Internet was just so oh, smart. Amazing, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, as well as being hilarious, it was just a really wonderful look at toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I guess toxic friendship and just people feeling insecure yep. uh and also just super funny absolutely yeah i know i should watch that again yes i wonder what i have i can stream it on i'll figure that out later um i mean disney plus yeah i don't currently have disney plus again i'm not a big like film and tv person so i don't have a ton of the streaming services because it's like for me the value proposition just isn't there Uh, i mean there's not much to watch for me on disney plus outside of watching the one episode of the mandalorian with my roommate each Mm -hmm. week and also just covering decomber uh, (laughs) for 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 this month i watched i watched a fair amount of the simpsons earlier the year but after four-ish seasons i kind of just went down with that and i own all of Marvel and all of the good Star Wars movies. So I have no use in going back to Disney plus. Yeah, really? That's fair. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll have to look into that. I realize I guess we're talking about something also... completely unrelated to the, again, the film we are covering is the wizard. Yes. Um, where there are no wizards and we are in the climax of the film. And Correct. still, not a lot is happening. Not a lot happens in this film, and yet there's also like a lot because they, they, uh, what's the word? Hitchhike across two states. Yes. So, 
but yeah, um, we get another montage here of playing video games because that's one thing this movie absolutely loves is video game montages. Yes. Uh, and I love how this bounty hunter character just gets like more and more disheveled as the film goes on and more and more manic and just like by the end of the movie is a complete and utter wreck. Yes. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a lot to say about this one because they're not even showing the video games that they're actually playing right now. They're just certainly. Okay, they that's do a, show a little a bit thing. of Ninja Gaiden at the end. I wonder if ten minutes is a reasonable amount of time to get to that point of Ninja Gaiden in, because that's how long they were playing for. Well, from. From 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 from. From, from the Netflix thing that yes. I was watching, the competitions that they had, they they had special cartridges where they, it would just be not the entire game, but it would be like a special version of the game that would be shorter, right? Could be. This is I epic. believe that. I mean, part of it is also they're doing a, a score attack, right? They're, you play for 10 minutes and it's how high of a score you can get. What's a score? Oh, that's what a score attack is. Yeah. Again, I don't. Yeah. I don't really. No, know but that the thing is, that's a fair question. Even if you do play a lot of video games, because like score is an kind of an outdated concept in video games. Like mm-hmm. your random platformer doesn't have a score counter. Yeah, Mario had the score counter, right? And also, I didn't really care because I just wanted to exactly. play. As opposed to whenever my cousin Joey would play and he wanted to get a high score and I thought that that was super dumb. I just want to move on with the level. But no, he insisted on continuing to kick the green turtle shell against a little ramp going up to the flag. And it made me... Never mind. <laughs> no, but that's that's about right. It, it's like... So, the... Uh-oh. <laughs> that seems important. Have yes. you been to Universal Studios? Yes, we're in Universal Studios. Sure, but have have you been to Universal Studios? Oh, have Studios? I been? Um, I know it's Universal Studios. There's Frankenstein. I not... Which is a sentence I knew that I was going to say today. <laughs> Actually, I think I have been to the one in California. I know I've been to the one in Florida uh, for a programming competition, of all things. Or rather, it was a side trip on when I was in Florida for a programming competition um, in, in, in college. Um, but yeah, I think I also went to the one in California on a trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, it's mullet at Tobey Maguire. Oh, and this is where it gets to be like the jerkiest he is this whole film. 
I wonder if Tobey Maguire was part of the pussy posse at this point. What is this? What is this? Who is this? Why are you doing this? What is this? <laughs> and now we get the run through random parts of... This is where it becomes an advertisement for Universal Studios. Outstanding. Now, because of all the product placement, the production of this movie costs $12. <laughs> turns out making this movie actually made them money as opposed to costing <laughs> money to make the movie. It actually would have been more yeah. expensive to not make the movie. There's Wolfman. You had That's Frankenstein great. pestering the bounty hunter earlier. For So that means, uh, who else needs to show it? Frankenstein, Wolfman. We got to see a Dracula. I don't know if we get a Dracula, but we do get one other notable... Uh, cameo, so to speak, coming up soon. Uh, it's going to be hard to justify an Invisible Man cameo. There's no, <laughs> well, there's I no mean, real way. There, I mean, he could have already been there thirty times over, and you wouldn't know. Fact, yes. Uh, I love how they're just. So first of all, just like watching the scene in 2020 and seeing all the people sitting on this tram that close together. It's like making me nervous. Yeah, that's not going to happen for another 20 years. Yeah. Uh, theme parks. One of those things that we'll see if that survives COVID. What? People love theme parks. What are you talking about, I Alan? Mean, yeah, but also like, is it safe? Are you going to a theme park anytime soon? No, but that's because theme parks are expensive. But True. And also the closest theme park is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it oh, is. Oh, hey. It's there DK himself. Uh, although I should go to Fiesta, Texas. <laughs> that's that's something that I should do. At some point? Once yeah. Yeah. I went to, is it safe? Uh, I went to Fiesta, Texas whenever I was a little kid because my family used to come down to Austin Mm -hmm. for a Dallas Cowboys training camp. Okay, yeah. And they took me to Fiesta, Texas one day, which was, uh, I think it was terrifying because I'm scared of roller coasters. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I was never wild about roller coasters either, to be fair. I love water rides, though. I like rides. I love going fast. Speaking of things that are probably unsafe, uh, oh my I'm gosh. pretty sure no one should be walking through this part of the machinery. They're backstage, baby. The dream. The kid's dream. I love backstage at theme parks whenever I was a kid. I used to watch Travel Channel specials of just being behind the scenes in theme parks. That's not a real window. Where are they going? What are you I doing? Mean, it seems to be real enough. It 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 is a window to another place, which I love. That's not no. That's not how this works. I love how contrived this next bit is. I just what is this? What is the joke? No way. And I feel bad for this guy whose job is to like vamp for the introduction of the contest, and it's like, 
hey, there's three people to introduce, and one of them is a no-show. Do your job. There is, cause, so clearly they're going to fall through the air vent <laughs> and then somehow be okay to play Super Mario Brothers 3. Lucas, you jerk. You're in all black. Lucas, Lucas. Lucas. I like how they run back towards the window where the guy's clearly coming in instead of, you know, continuing to run away from him. Absolutely. That's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. I was going to say, that's another thing that would not fly in 2020. Um, I mean, I, hopefully it didn't fly back in 1989, a grown man grabbing a girl's pigtails and doing a weird sexy dance with them. It it shouldn't have, but it probably did. Yeah, it probably did. That's that's the thing that I'm becoming more and more aware of. Not only was just all of this gross behavior like something that was fine, it was actively encouraged. Like people would just clap and go, "Yes, man." Also, I agree with the bounty hunter there saying, "What the hell is this?" And there's just a random backstage elevator. That yeah, what is what is the geography of this place? Just. Uh, plot contrivance geometry, like. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about plot contrivances. Plot contrivances rule. What is this? What is going on? I like how Alan, Lucas I... gets his like own little musical sting there. Wait and now the it. giant video game wall is lifting. Wait. Here for we go. It. What's behind the wall? Lucas's number is 169. Nice. 100 and nice. <laughs> Ta-da. With Does this make the any blankest, sense whatsoever? No. The blankest expression ever. Is it cool? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Only doubly enhanced by the fact that the kid looks like he has no idea what is going on, (laughs) which is exquisite. Have you been to a video game competition before? No, because like they don't actually exist like this. Sure. Well, I guess esports. Esports stuff. Have you done esports stuff? I haven't done esports stuff. The closest I've come is I've been to some like magic the gathering tournaments sure um but then yeah this is this is something else this is this is the first glimpse at super mario brothers 3 that is correct right yeah which is just is wild to me yeah and then you have this I don't understand the theming of this. Like, you have knights as your player characters. Like, where's the consistency? Yeah, because the event is called Video Armageddon. Yes. Uh, You've got that. Yeah, that has no basis in medieval mythology. I mean, Christian mythology. Well, actually, I guess I technically don't know where Armageddon comes from outside of the Bruce Willis film. I I think you had it right. Armageddon is... Christian mythology. I think that's the Bible. Uh, I could be wrong. 
according to Wikipedia, which is right 100% of the time, according to the book of Revelation and the New Testament of the Christian Bible, Alan, Armageddon is the prophesied location of a gathering of armies for a battle during the end times, which is variously interpreted as either a literal or a symbolic location. But yeah, it's... So you have this futuristic cyber, like, or what past is futuristic cyber setting for in 1989. Yes. And then you have, like, knights. Yeah. But the knights are not decked out in future tech. Fred Savage, how do you know this? That kid looks sleepy. Also, the wizard looks like he needs to If you actually know Super Mario Brothers 3, you've had Jimmy just start the same level three times in a row. Yeah. It's level 1-1, the very beginning of it, three times in a row. I mean, these dumb kids aren't going to know you, dumbo. <laughs> that, uh, Jimmy looks sleepy. He looks like a sleepy boy. Well, I mean, he's a kid who's been like, hitchhiking across the United States for the last like couple of days. Yeah. He is sleepy. Uh, also if what, what is the object of this? Well, I guess it's to rack up as many points as yeah. possible, but surely he would not double back. Again, he's starting world one, one again. You can even see on the screen, it says world one and he, says finishes world yeah. two like like that's still in the beginning yeah this no is... if if jimmy is a savant which this film posits there is no way that he'll be making these rudimentary mistakes yeah he's he, it, he's purposely jumping into peril alan yeah this and is like, bushley he's not even this doing... is bushley Okay, so here's here's something. Here's something. Those matches, they don't actually give you any points. So in this sort of competition, you're actually better off not getting that minigame because it just eats up time. Yeah. (laughs) I know too much about Super Mario Brothers 3. It's like, okay, what actually gives you points? That doesn't. Like, that's not... Yeah, you're just getting... I mean, as we just saw, Lucas just got two lives... Which you just need to, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Boy, it's been so long since playing Super Mario Brothers 3. That movie, that, not movie, that's a video game. Super Mario Brothers is a video game. Except Here's the thing I have a problem with. How does he know about this secret? How do you know about this secret if you've never seen this, if no one's ever seen this game before? <laughs> That's a that's a great question. How do you know that that opens the warp? You started seeing this video game less than 15 minutes ago. He just knows. He just knows. He's got the power. No, a warp zone would be bad because that gives you less opportunities to get points. I mean, because you're playing for points. Honestly, it probably doesn't matter one way or the other because it's a fixed amount of time, right? So oh like, yeah, that's true. It's just a question of do you, can you get more points in later levels than earlier levels, and it doesn't matter. 
I mean, you wouldn't go to the warp zone anyways because that would be yet another thing that would take up time, and you another just need to. Sink, yeah. I mean, you, I guess you should do what my cousin did, which was take the freaking turtle shell, <laughs> just put it up against the block, and then just keep going. Oh yeah, no. <sighs> uh, an infinite score combo. Well, so the trick with that is once you get over like eight in a row. Oh, obviously the main character wins. By the way. Uh, but uh-huh. once you get over eight in a row, you start getting one ups, which don't give you points. Yeah. So like you have to reset every like, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> that's too much. That's I love how that's we're just picking the hell out of this uh, contest because. Yeah, but here's the thing: we're all about positivity and film criticism. That's the thing. <laughs> Like I, I, I genuinely don't like nitpicky film criticism because that's not a valid form of film criticism. That's no. you just trying to demonstrate your superiority, which it feels fun. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but but also like logic inconsistency is just because Alan is way smarter than this movie, and let's make no bones about it. That's the creepiest smile ever. But also let's make no bones about it. Alan is the smartest. Uh. But also, just because Alan knows way more about this game versus the movie, doesn't like the movie gets to operate on its own logic because movies are about how how they make you feel. Yeah, absolutely. Besides which, that's not even. I would argue that's not even the most important point of this movie. Like, that's not even the most important scene. Yeah, that was largely a backdrop. Winning that honestly doesn't make a difference to the resolution of this that movie of this movie. Yeah. This does. What is happening right now does. They're going to go down to the river? No, because they're in California. The river's back in Utah. Well, they'll just go to the river. What is going on? What is going on? What is going... Hold on. The kid still has the safety pins on his shirt and again we're nitpicking which is something that you should not do because we are not better than this movie thousands upon thousands of hours were put into this movie to make this so many man hours so much craftsmanship here Mm -hmm. location securing lighting electricians gaffers uh, production assistants making sure there's no garbage on set crafts so many directors, actors, you name it. So much hard work, but also like Jimmy's got a creepy smile. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is this is kind of actually the point to this movie. Dinosaurs, kind of. Um, what is this Jurassic Park? And like, so ostensibly, this is a movie about video games. Ostensibly. I keep saying ostensibly. Ostensibly. Because what it's really about is this kid, Jimmy, trying to recover from a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is all just part of the healing process. So you're saying that Jimmy isn't the real wizard. The real wizard is Fred Savage helping Jimmy free himself from trauma. I think that's a valid interpretation. Wow. Man, I'm so good at criticism. I'm so good. Who is that actor? 
I see that act. That's definitely an Aaron's boy for sure. That actor. Let's pull it up. IMDb.com. The Wizard. Also, ugh, this is insufferable. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, The Wizard is the nickname of one Zack Snyder. Ugh. Stinky duty. <sighs> Don't ever nickname yourself as The Wizard unless someone else nicknames Zack Snyder as The Wizard. Who, Who is that actor? So, yeah. Sam McMurray. Sam McMurray, definite Aaron's boy, for sure. And yeah, this lunchbox he's been carrying around is some last, the last basically remnants of his sister, his twin sister. Well, like the ashes? Gross. Some of her, like, some pictures and some personal belongings. Sure. Um, And yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, did they get a divorce because of the dead child? Yep. That that's at least the subtext. I don't think it's explicitly sure. stated, but sure. Uh also, I like how Haley is now just part of the family, I guess, question mark? Yeah, where did Haley come from? Uh, I'm assuming that they just met her on the side of the road. Uh, the bus station. Wait, why are they, why are they leaving the pictures of the sister there? That, like, I know, I, I know that it's to let go of the trauma, but yeah. also, like, don't you want some pictures of your dead daughter? Symbolism, though. Alan, if I die, please don't, please don't lose pictures of me. <laughs> Please don't like uh, keep them for a while. I mean, the great thing about the digital age is this scene is weird, by the way, that that was weird. Um, Yes. But anyways, that's the end of the film. The end of the film, the wizard. Uh, Great thing about technology these days is I can make like if I have a photo of you, I can make like a million copies of it super easily. Thank you. So if I leave one somewhere, eh, we're good. Yes. All right. Now, Alan, uh, it's time to play the podcast's fourth oh. favorite game, the oh, Rotten Tomatoes yes. game. I'm very excited. This uh, is going on the spreadsheet. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the Rotten Tomatoes game is based off the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by pass-fail system that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people liked it. Uh, I will be asking our panelists uh, for two scores, one being the critical score as well as the audience score. Now, our panelists consist of... Alan Smith. And, and no it. one else. And no one else. <laughs> Out of 22 uh, professional reviews, what do you think the approval rating is of The Wizard starring Fred oh. Savage? So critics probably looked at this and it was like, in 1989, it's like, yeah, this video game thing is like for kids, whatever. Probably wrote this off as a kid's movie. Uh, I'm going to go something like, 54%. Well, Alan, of course you are the closest without going under. 
the correct answer is 32%. Wow. Okay. Not, even lower than not I only is not only is it rotten, it is very rotten. All right. Uh, but per- perhaps the audience might think a little bit differently. Out of 20,463 user ratings, what is the audience score for The Wizard? Uh, look at our panelists. Uh, Alan, would you like to go? Uh, honestly, I bet you audiences... See, audiences that watched it thinking, hey, I like video games, and this is a movie about video games, were probably disappointed. Because if you're... At that point, if you're into video games enough that like this is something you care about you realize that hey video games don't really work this way yeah and that probably bugs you and then if you don't care about video games like why are you even watching this movie so i'm going to do something closer to what the actual critical review was and say something like 43 percent well alan unfortunately you have gone under have which is against the shame watch rules it is 60 percent Wow, okay. Certified fresh with the audience. Huh. I would not have expected that. Alan, the rare head battle, not even a (laughs) head-to-head battle, just a head battle, and somehow only pulling one out of two. Wow, there you are. Uh, But you do get a special asterisk on the Shame Watch (laughs) spreadsheet. (laughs) Uh, We've got less than a minute left on this on on this movie anything else that we need to say about the wizard alan uh nothing else comes to mind like it's it sure is a movie (laughs) well i'm excited to watch this without doing a commentary (laughs) with it at some point yeah buddy you should take a watch i i will buddy thank you so much for being our december audio commentary i I love you so much for having me and thank you for doing this with me because this is way more interesting having someone to talk with than it would be doing this by myself. Most definitely. Well, I am Kenny Madison and my co-host has been Alan Smith. Then this has been Shane watch nights. And, uh, what, what's the end thing that we say? Uh, Something. shame. Watch uh, on. Oh, dive at your, dive own at your own risk. risk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>